from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Dollar Car Rental Studios, it's the Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I am Dave Ramsey, your host, Chris Hogan, Ramsey personality. Number one best-selling author is my co-host today here on the air as we talk about your life and your money. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. James is starting off this hour in Tampa, Florida. Hi, James. Welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hey, guys. How are you? Great, man. How can we help? So, question for you, uh, for you both here. Um, Right now, I am 24 and have a great job. And I'm not quite sure where I should be saving my my money at. Um, I've got been pretty financially responsible, I would say, um, as of now. But like to start thinking about saving for a home. But I don't know if Florida is my forever place. So just looking for some guidance from you guys. Good for you. Uh, so, how much debt do you have? Uh, no debt. None at all. Nope. No student loan. No car payment. No, sir. Okay, very good. Oh, that's pretty good, buddy. Uh, did you ever have debt at all, James? Uh, I didn't. I was very fortunate that my parents helped me through college um, and, and took care of that for me. So, and definitely seeing the the returns on that, so I owe them a lot, and they really set me up. That's pretty cool, dude. Yes, it is. So, what do you make a year? Uh, I make about fifty thousand dollars base. Um, and then commission on top of that. Mm-hmm. And how much do you have in savings? About 40000 Good for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, dude, you're right. You're on top of the world. You're way ahead of the game for a typical 54-year-old, much less a 24-year-old. <laughs> so um, average 54-year-old in America can't lay their hands on $1,000 cash, so you're like 50X of that or 40X of that. Well done. Uh, so excellent job. Excellent job. Well, you probably, if you've been listening for more than 10 minutes, we talk about the baby steps. Yep, absolutely. And that's where you want to get $1,000, which, James, you can do that. That's going to help you break the habit of, of using and debt. you've got 40 And you've got 40 so you're well beyond. No debt, so that's baby step two. Baby step three is three to six months of emergency fund. You're there. Uh, so now, buddy, you want to start investing 15%. Are you investing yet? Uh, I am. I'm doing a about five percent right now i wanted to that's where i wanted to start i've already made the plan to up that come uh beginning of 2021 good um and already started talking to someone about that as well that's good yeah let's get that up to 15 percent. let's allocate some of the forty thousand for your emergency fund of three to six months of expenses i'll just make up a number let's say fifteen thousand dollars is your emergency fund Okay, it's probably somewhere around there. Okay. You decide. Set that in a different account, just a money market account, just sitting there. Okay, if we did that, that would leave twenty five thousand in the second account, correct? Yep. And that's your down payment money where you're saving for your house above the fifteen percent that you're putting into retirement beginning in twenty twenty one. Any more money that you can save, and dude, you're a saver. Uh, you've been watching your watching yourself very carefully. Mm-hmm. You just keep adding to that twenty five thousand until you've uh, until you want to pull that money out and build your down payment. 
And make your, make your purchase, in other words. Yep. And, James, I like that you're not rushing to hurry up and buy. You already said you don't know if Florida is going to be where you're going to stay. And so uh, if you're thinking of another state, I'd advise you get in there uh, You once you get relocated. Rent there for six months to a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, learn about the layout, learn about where you want to live in whatever state it is, and then when you find a place or you think, hey, I'm going to be here for three to five years, then you can think about buying. Yeah, and, you know, if you think you're going to be in Tampa for two to three years, even though it's not, quote, forever, uh, you probably want to talk about buying mm-hmm. because Tampa's a great market. It's going to do extremely well on real estate, and uh, it's going to be a great place for you to be an owner. But uh, if you think you're going to be gone within 18 to 24 months, you probably don't want to buy because the yeah. expenses will take out any profits that you would have made on the house during that time. you got to own a house, usually in most markets, three to five years to make money on it. Usually, Otherwise, you'd lose money with your expenses on each end. Yep. So. Parents out there, hear this. James's parents taught him about money, and guess what? The boy listened. He not only listened, he did it. So I want to encourage you out there. Have those conversations with your young people. Uh, Don't have just one. That's called an introduction. But have a series of conversations with them and help them to understand this so they can get out and start to apply it. You know, I've got a buddy of mine that was a congressman um, on the wrong side of the aisle. We're buddies anyway. And he, um, his daddy was a governor. Uh Uh-huh. So he grew up in the governor's mansion. Ah, and you know what they talked about at dinner? What's that? What do you think? Politics. Yeah. And guess what? He's a congressman. Yep. You know what rich people talk about at dinner? Money. Mm-hmm. You know what? Rich get richer. Hmm. Poor get poor. It's not that you're obsessed with it. It's not that you're greedy. It's not that it's preoccupied. But it's part of the rhythm of your life. A lot of poor people and a lot of broke people that act like they're rich but are poor mm-hmm. don't talk about money because every time they bring it up, it puts their stomach in their throat. In James's house, they talked about money. Oh, and they did something about it. They paid for his college. And uh, so he's completely set up not only by the financial contribution towards college, but by the fact that he obviously learned. Yeah. His mom and dad, the rhythm of their life was they discussed, you know, what you discuss at your dinner table is what your kids are going to become. Do you want them to be spiritual giants? Then you discuss God. Wow. You talk about right. Scripture at the dinner table. Do you want them to uh, be good with money? You talk about money, and you keep it in its proper perspective. You keep it in its place. It's not a God. We don't worship it. That's right. But uh, those that don't talk about it don't know squat about it, to your point. Yeah. And here's the thing. Did you hear the thing out of his mouth? He said, I was fortunate enough for my parents to take care of college. Yeah. So he had a spirit of gratitude. Not entitlement. Not entitlement. And I'm going to tell you, that entitlement, boy, oh, boy, that's another epidemic we got going on out in our country that's a today. Pa- pandemic. It really is. <laughs> it really and truly is. I deserve crap because I breathe. Or it's somebody's fault that you don't have it. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Just it's time to wake up and take the bull by the horns, and we got to do things for ourselves. Well, you know, you become who you hang around with, and I think it's your fault that I don't have hair. <laughs> there we go. Here it goes. First shot fired. Here it goes. Game I on. I was trying to be lovable. Yeah, it's on now. Huggable. It's fine. We're fighting. It's Ramsey. Monday and he's huggable. That's right. That's him. <laughs> you do become who you hang around no, with. No, I've I, heard so you that's say why that. Rachel Cruz doesn't want to come here and do the show. <laughs> <laughs> with either one of us. Because she knows baldism is coming. You hang out baldism. with us. It's baldism. coming. Never been a president elected president of the United States since television that was bald. Re- baldism, I'm telling you. Gerald it's, Ford. It's a, it's a thing. No, he wasn't elected. That's true. Dang. He was That's, appointed. That, he was that appointed must because be his boss resigned. All right, Ramsey. And he did not get reelected, by the way, when That's he it. ran. He All got right. beat. You and I are running in 24. That's it. Ramsey and Hogan. 
baldism. We're making it happen, we're vic- people. We're victims. <laughs> we are victims of baldism. I'm entitled. To- I want my rights. Uh. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. <laughs> At Tacovas, we believe a great pair of cowboy boots should be comfortable right out of the box. And we believe that your hard-earned dollar should go far, so we only sell direct to you. No retail markups, just amazingly handsome Western boots for men and women. Find your pair at tacovascom slash Ramsey, and for a limited time, use promo code Ramsey to receive a free campfire mug with any purchase over $100. That's a $25 value. Offer valid online only while supplies last. And it ends soon. Chris Hogan, Ramsey personality, is my co-host on the Dave Ramsey Show today. Brian is in Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, Brian. How are you? Dave and Chris, how are you guys? Great, man. How can we help? Good. Good. So, uh, first off, I just want to thank the both of you. I listen to you guys' show all the time. My wife and I started our debt-free journey uh, last November. Cool. We paid almost uh, $20,000 off. Way to go. Um, Really excited. Yes, thank you. So, my call actually isn't about me. Um, My parents... Uh, I'm really emotional about this. I'm, I apologize. Uh, it's okay. Started, I started my debt-free journey because of them. Um, they've, they've struggled with money. They've always been there for us. They're wonderful people. Um, so they've, they've, they've struggled with money. Um, they were heading into retirement here um, in these next couple months with a lot of debt. Um, mortgage was 80000 uh, and I think the same amount in credit card and vehicle debt. Well, we found out yesterday that they actually just won uh, – a lottery here. Uh, they won $340,000. I want to make sure that, I mean, I want to help guide them uh, the way you guys have kind of helped me on what they should do with their finances. Um, They're going to pay off all their debt. I just didn't know what you would recommend they do with any remaining money as far as investments or savings and and, and stuff along those lines. So, well, $340,000 is wonderful. And if you send me a check for that, I'll cash it. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> but let me tell you what happens with people that don't have any money, that are broken in debt, and they win three hundred forty thousand dollars. Their brain tells them it's thirty four million. Right. And I don't want to sound snobbish, but it's not that much money because they can screw this up real easy. Okay. It's sure. not so much money that they don't need to become very, very serious about the subject of money because it's still, they still have a lot of problems. This does sure. not set them up for retirement. It helps, right. but it doesn't set them up. And so the first thing I would coach you to tell them is to try to help them get their head around the emotions of this is not that much money, so I still need to learn to behave. Yep. Sure. Okay. Because if they don't, it's going to just evaporate, and they're going to be in. And let me tell you, seven years they'll be sitting right where they are today, if they do not change their mentality about money. 
because their money problems are symptoms of their behaviors. The behaviors are the core problem. So that's not to shame them or beat them up. When I went broke, it was because my behaviors made me go broke. I did stupid butt stuff, and it always knocks you upside the head. You know what I'm saying? Boy, does it. And and they've been doing this their whole lives, not because they're bad people. They're wonderful people. They just suck at money. Yeah. Okay? So (laughs) I don't want them to think this heals that. Yeah. That's what I want to break. Big deal. Sure. Because if we can get inside their psyches and lovingly let them admit out loud and admit down in their guts that this is not this much money, but if I play my cards right, this could be the thing that's going to make it okay, even though I've messed up up until this point. So first thing is, yeah, we're going to get out of debt. Then we're going to do some investing, and Chris can walk you through that. And then we're going to put them into Ramsey Plus, where they go through Financial Peace University. I'll pay for it. So they just hit the lottery again because that's worth more than $340,000, by the way. Yeah. Because over the scope of their life, the mo- when they change their behaviors, they're going to have a lot more than $340,000, even though they're approaching retirement age. Yep. And, Brian, I have worked with people. I've been with Dave 15 years now. Um, I have worked with people that have hit the lottery, much larger dollar amounts. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, sure. the, the story of the people that do it well are the people that get connected, they understand the game plan, and they start to walk through the baby steps rather quickly because they have that. But here's the ones that didn't do it well. The ones that, as Dave talked about, thought that this was enough to set them up. They didn't change their habits. And these are the people within two and a half years Mm -hmm. have gone back into debt, gambling, or doing something to reach for that other savior. And so I would tell you, it worked once. It'll work again. It'll happen again. So, uh, Brian, you can guide them, but you can't be that person. Okay, you can guide them, but ultimately, how they choose to handle it, you, I'd get them connected with some people that are really going to love on them and, and walk with them. But, but that can't be you. So let's let's do a couple things. One is we'll put them into Financial Peace University in Ramsey Plus. I'll pay for it for a year so that they can have the chance at this turning their lives around. And it can be a blessing in that regard. If they do not change their habits, the money is going to be wasted, and so will this effort. So this is, a, this is their shot. This is their opportunity to reset. Mm-hmm. Okay, And you've got to get that through to them. Then the second thing is jump on, as Chris said. Let's get somebody in their corner. Jump on it uh, at DaveRamsey.com. Click Smart Vester. Yep. And then when all the debt's paid off and we got the emergency fund set aside, whatever's left, let's throw that towards investments. Uh, and I would hold out three or $4,000 to blow and enjoy, mm-hmm. but not $30,000. It's not that much money. So you pay off the house, you'll be back in debt. You pay off the cars, you'll be back in debt. You do all this, you'll be back in debt. If you don't get on a budget, right. have your emergency fund, and live on less than you make the rest of your freaking lives. Oh. And then you're, they're going to have a lot more than 340000 a decade from now. They really will. And, Brian, also reach out to one of our tax ELPs. They need to go ahead and get a full view of exactly how this is going to impact their taxes yeah, on a federal and a state level. They're probably going to take half of You're going to hit them. It's going to get hit. And there so, may not be any money left after you pay off the debt and pay the taxes. It really may not. But either way, as Dave said, it can be a blessing or a curse. It just depends on how they view it and what they do moving forward, my yeah. friend. Inten- Thank you for calling in- us. Yeah, intentionality, intentionality. Bill's in Lansing, Michigan. Hey, Bill, how can we help? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Great, man. What's up? 
Good. Um, first of all, I just want to thank you guys too. Kind of just like the last caller said, my wife and I have been listening to you guys for about a year now, and we've paid off about forty-three grand of debt in seven months, and just got intense, and it's been awesome. So thank Wonderful. you a lot. Good for you. Um, so my question is, we have three kids. Uh, we have a nine-year-old, a two-year-old, and a seven-week-old, and um, I just started getting into life insurance stuff with them. We, my wife and I have term insurance, mm-hmm. um, but we signed them up for insurance too, which I thought was going to be term plans, but kind nope. of find out their whole life policy. Yeah, cancel them. And so are there companies that do term or is it just like not worth it? Like, can you do like a writer and say, I don't really know much about that realm and talking to an agent about it. It's just a sales pitch. So it's hard to have that conversation with them. Yeah, it's not. It's a, they're, all they're pitching you is how it's a savings program. They're bad policies. Just cancel right. them. Just cancel them. If you want okay. life insurance on the kids, I would only do that until you had an emergency fund in place. Do you have your fully funded emergency we, fund yet? We we do. Yep, we have. Yeah. Where then I'm you don't need. Then you don't need life insurance right on the kids. Okay. Because um, here, let me yeah, let me I be cold. Sure let me be cold hearted and let's just talk mathematics for a minute. Sure. God yep. forbid a child were to pass away, which we can't even put our heads around that. Okay, but just let's just say that happened, yeah. which is what we're talking about. It's life insurance. Okay, your yep. household does not lose an income because of that. Sure. Your term life insurance on you is to replace the income that you create for your family if you were to pass. But when a child gotcha. passes, we don't lose uh, uh, an income. The only money effect there is, other than lots of tears and lots of other things, but the only money effect there is, is the, you got to cover final expenses, burial and funeral. And sure. usually 10, and uh, 10 grand or under will do that, bad. and you got your emergency fund. Gotcha. So yep. I would just okay. cancel these and not yeah. worry about it personally. Chris, what do you Yeah, No, Bill, Dave's dead on. Cancel these. Uh, unfortunately, you can have some unscrupulous people reach out and grab you by the heartstrings and lead you down a path of blowing money. And essentially, that's what this is. Again, life insurance is to replace an income. Your kids don't have an income. Yeah. That's why you have it, buddy. So cancel that and uh, stay away from the people that tried to sell that to you. Amen. And one of the... Um, one of the pitches is always, well, they may become uninsurable while they're children. Less than one-tenth of one percent right. do. Yeah. It's an absolute BS line. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Lee and Rosalind are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, hey, great. Welcome, welcome. And you're here to do a debt-free scream. Where yes. do you live? Uh, Richmond, uh, Powhatan, Virginia. I'm sorry. Okay, outside Richmond then. Yep. All right, cool. And your debt you paid off was how much? $92,000. Cool. How long did this take? 13 months. And your range of income during that time? About one hundred and twenty-five dollars to 130000 Okay. 
Cool. And uh, what kind of debt was the $92,000? Our house. Your house. Oh. You paid off your house. We're weird people. You are weird people. <laughs> I love it. What's this house worth? About 300 maybe. But about 300 I love it. Very cool. Ooh. How long you two been married? 19 years tomorrow. Is this the first time you've ever been 100% debt free? It is. Wow. So tell me about this. What in the world happened to you people 13 months ago that made you decide to be weird? Um, we took my son and his fiance uh, back through Financial Peace University. Um, and we had a conversation with my sister, who initially introduced us to you guys. Um, and then we just we knew about it, and that just gave – we want to change our legacy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know our why, and um, we just got on the same page and – got on fire but our journey really started um about 10 years ago mm-hmm. when uh, neither one of our parents really had financial conversations with mm-hmm. us um mm-hmm. so we went into it every car debt you know student loans yeah. um our kids did travel everything even though we could afford nothing um and we got smart and so we refinanced everything into a HELOC even the car and so that allowed more monthly income Mm-hmm. To just be more in debt, and we were just mm-hmm. we got stuck in that cycle. Yeah. Um. Then two house payments behind, two kids don't know what we're gonna do, and my sister, who's um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, she's taught financial peace for I think 15 years now. Her and her husband. Wow. Um, and they stepped up, helped us out through a hard time, and we're just uh, really encouraging. And then um, you go through the first time yeah. and get the, as a student and get the mess cleaned up. Right. We just, and we we did Dave-ish. Yeah, we joke, <laughs> we joke that we did Dave-ish. But, um, yeah, it was it was really, it was hard. It was hard, but we're, we're so glad. And then this time, yeah. you're paying it forward. So you're taking your son through, like your sister took you through. Right. And this time you go, hey, hey, wait a minute. Right. I'm yep. knocking out the house. <laughs> yep. Man, your sister's had a whole lot of students in 15 years, but she's not had one she's as proud of as you. Yeah. yeah. Roz, I see you get choked up talking about your sister. What has she meant to you? You'll never get an answer out of her. <laughs> <laughs> she's just going to start crying. Everything? Everything. Yeah. Everything. She has just been always my rock and my encourager. Yeah. So you said you had a big why. Why did you do this? Um. I have two children. I love more than life, and being a mom is absolutely the most important thing. And how, I, how old are they? Uh, Thirty-one and twenty-six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I want to. I want to be a good example. I want to. I want to teach them what I didn't know. I mm-hmm. want them to have a chance. You know that we now have mm-hmm. through the help of others, through you guys, through the knowledge, having the knowledge to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Lee, what'd you find out about your wife through this journey over the last thirteen months? Um, <laughs> she can be very, very determined <laughs> when she when she sets her mind to it. That sounds like, that. That sounds that like was, a fight. That was nice. That was nice. Our anniversary that, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, no, don't she, get dropped a, off here. A, no, don't no, be no. dropped off in Tennessee. Get it right, buddy. No, no, <laughs> she, she's an amazing woman. She um, it, it it's very, very humbling to watch her. Sometimes she's she's uh. The gazelle-like focus was amazing. I wasn't 100% on board at first when we did the Davish. Uh, I was the I was the uh, wheel chuck, if you will. You were the uh, ish part. I was the ish part. Um, <laughs> but once we got on the same page, 
Yeah. It changed everything. Y'all have you have literally changed our our family tree. No, you did. You're heroes, man. We're proud of true, you. True, uh, but you taught us. So. Yeah. And I, I'm proud of your sister. Yeah. I mean, look at the <laughs> look at the too. ripple effect of this. Yes. We I mean, too. not only are you here with a paid for house and 19 years of marriage and everything's paid off, house and everything, never been debt free before now, but now you're changing the next generation, which is like the the your heartbeat. It's right. why you do everything. I, I'm a mom. That's what I do. And uh, so now they don't, they don't have a choice. <laughs> now that determination is aimed at next generation. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing because you all's example for the people that are around you, that go to church with you, that work with you, they're now going to believe that it's possible. Right. You see, so many people hear this information and they think maybe other people can, but I can't because I didn't come from money like you. Right. I didn't come from that, but you all have proven it is possible. All right. You brought your sister. Yes. And her husband? And her husband. And, okay. And what are their names? Uh, Heather and Rich Lee. Okay. I'm looking at the looking at the uh, supporting cast yeah. over here. And that beautiful girl is my daughter. Okay. All right. Cool. So the 26-year-old's with you then? No, 31. 31. I got it backwards. The yeah. son's 26. 27, okay. Yeah. All right. Cool beans. All right. So we don't usually do this, but I think it's appropriate that they're all up there with you. I would love that. Okay. Come on. Uh. Yeah, let's get them all up there, because I think this is a generational family affair right here. This is why you do this stuff. This is why you do this stuff. And this is why you're a financial peace coordinator for 15 years, so that you get to see people like this. But what better than your own? You know, it's really touching when it's somebody else, but it's your own own baby sister. Own older sister, whatever it was. I don't know. But either one. And uh, pretty, pretty stinking cool pretty amazing so proud of you guys you're heroes thank you you did Seriously. it you are you. you're why you're stepping into it it's very very powerful very well done we've got a copy of chris's book for you everyday millionaires because that is definitely the next chapter in your story all right so you're seasoned now you went through the hard part you got all the debt cleared off then you go back through start changing the next family tree and you look down you go i'm knocking out the mortgage 13 months later boom it's gone did i get that story right, right? okay so now you're you're professionals now. This is not you're not you're you are walking talking proof it can be done. Yep. You're not a theory. Right. You're real people. What's the secret to getting out of debt? Um I'll go off with this one. It was 100% to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um when when I was issuing it, mm-hmm. uh it was a struggle. And yeah. as soon as we once I got on the same page with her and agreed then it just it, – it's not easy by any stretch, but it was easier, and uh, that was that would be my thing. Yeah. 100% being on the same page. And yeah. the why. The why keeps the why, you motivated. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Why is a big deal, and you got a big one. I like it. you got to know where you're going and why you're going there. All right. It's Lee and Rosalind, their daughter and sister and brother-in-law, <laughs> all here. $92,000 paid off in 13 months, house and everything. These are weird people making 125 to 130. They're 100% done, baby. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt-free! <laughs> Woo! Oh. Love it! Yep. That's it, baby. Oh. That's it. You know, if you read a good book, if you go to a good movie, 
you tell your friends and your relatives you got to read this book. Yep. You got to go to this movie. <laughs> when you go through a class that completely changes your life and you teach it for 15 years, it don't get any better than getting your sister through that. That's right. I mean, to get a family member to hear and listen and do uh, is a is a magnificent feat. Um, I've got family that's heard me talk about it, um, and they're not all the way in. And so, you know, it doesn't stop me from talking. <laughs> doesn't stop me from talking. <laughs> I don't even want to bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's how it works, right? It is. Oh, my gosh, it's so funny. Wow. That's so rewarding, though. Yes, everybody, it is. Everybody in that picture is winning. Yeah. What a great that's picture. fantastic. As you said, the ripple effect, it's real. It is. It is. Wow. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. the day comes from blinds.com they're 100 percent satisfaction guarantee which means even if you goof up if i goof up if you mismeasure you pick the wrong color they'll still remake your window blinds for free not guaranteed they won't mess it up they even guarantee it if you mess it up you get free samples free shipping and with the new promos they run every month you'll save even more it's a great company we've endorsed them for years i've got their stuff in my house use the promo code ramsey to get the best deal blinds.com All right, today's question comes from Justin in North Carolina. He says, I received $1.1 million in insurance money this year when my wife died of cancer. Oh, my gosh. I've paid off all my debt and have about $750,000 in savings left over. I would like to invest $500,000 so it can be growing for me. I've spoken with an investment company, and they have a program that will manage and move the money around as needed in the long run, so it'll grow money and help me with my taxes, and they will also help me with my taxes when I decide to use the money. It all sounds good, but the fees for this account will be 1.5% per year, about $7,500. Is this too costly, or is this a good rate? Well, Justin, first of all, my heart goes out to you for the loss of your wife, mm-hmm. uh, first and foremost. And um, But I'm so grateful that you all took the step to get life insurance and that you have that in place for the sake of the family. Uh, looking at this, it is important to work with a company that can help you. Uh, to me, it sounds like these people are trying to do a bunch of stuff for you, moving it around and helping you with your taxes. First and foremost, I want a reputable company that's going to help me grow the money. I'm going to reach out and get a tax professional to help me with my taxes. Mm-hmm. So you don't need the all-in-one, we got your back for you, don't worry about it, that kind of attitude. You want people that are going to walk alongside you. That's what a SmartVestor Pro will do in a tax ELP. Now, some of the SmartVestor Pros are doing managed accounts, yes. just like this. Yeah. And most of them are in the one to one and a quarter. Some are one and a half range. It's not outlandish. Right. It's not an outlandish fee. It's just called a managed account. And that means the mutual funds in it can be moved around without any commissions by moving from fund to fund. Uh, And so either one's fine. You can do what we call A shares, which is what I do, uh, which I just buy mutual funds. If I sell it, I buy another one, I pay another commission. 
but I don't pay an annual. I only pay if I buy a mutual fund, and uh, that's what I do. But the EL, lots of our SmartVestor pros, the majority of them, are moving towards the managed account version where they charge one to one and a half is the range. If you told me two, I would have had my eyebrows up. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, what you're outlining here would not be something unusual you would hear from a SmartVestor Pro where they line you up with a tax professional. They're not actually doing your taxes, uh, and they're going to charge you a managed fee to manage the account. And it's just a matter whether you want to do it monthly or not, mm-hmm. or, or, uh, or annually or not. Let's kind of do the math for a second, because I get a lot of pushback on this from the investment professional world. Mm. Okay, Dave, you should always do managed accounts. Well, it, let's say that um, I had a million dollars in an account, and I was charged 1%. And the million dollars, just for simplification of this discussion purposes, never went up. Mm-hmm. So every year I was charged 1% of a million dollars for 10 years. That'd be 10%. That's right. I have been charged over 10 years. Mm-hmm. If I bought mutual funds, a million dollars worth, and I paid full commission on A shares, it's typically five and three quarters percent, right, for A shares. Yep. And so that would be 5.75%. So in year six, if it's 1% a year, mm-hmm. I'm coming out. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't do managed accounts. Right. Now, the advantage of managed accounts is, is if the markets shift or you want to move some funds around to different funds, you don't like the fund you've got or whatever, then you don't get charged any commission. So my example is a pure example where I bought, hold, and never move it, mm-hmm. which, by the way, was what I have done. Right. I hardly ever move a mutual fund unless it's just stinking up the place and you know, at, at a time when the rest of the market's doing great. But uh, So after year six, the managed accounts have become more expensive correct and if the account goes up in value which it should be it won't take six years that's right it'll happen in about four and so everything after that you're paying more to have your money managed than if you just paid the commission only right up front either one is okay because neither one is that expensive right so it's fifty seven thousand five hundred on a million dollars and it's not that's not doesn't kill your investment no it wasn't a 50% commission. It's a right. 5% commission. Right. And I heard you say years ago, and this was the light bulb moment for me, you said there's a such thing as a fair nickel and an unfair dime. Mm-hmm. You don't want to pay the unfair dime. So, my friend, thank you for reaching out, Justin. Uh, that dollar range, that percent range is within range. Doesn't raise questions. But more importantly, do you trust them and can they help you? That's the biggest thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. And a good question. Adam's with us in Boston, Massachusetts. Hey, Adam, welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Uh, thank you. I appreciate uh, your advice for this question. So sure. I have a nine-year-old Shih Tzu that is um, getting medical care for an ulcer in her eye. Mm. I've already invested about $400 of going to two separate um, uh, emergency care uh, vets for her. And at this point, she's going to need a surgery, which will probably be about $1,000. I'm trying to decide um, at what point do I say no, no more surgery, um, no more costs going into this dog? Well, I've, uh, I'm old, and I've raised a bunch of dogs, or had a bunch of dogs raise me, however you want to look at it. And I've had the unbelievable crying day where I've had to put them down and i always cry like i'm 12 years old um because i love dogs 
I'm a dog guy. I've always had a dog, and I've always, you know, we talk baby talk to our dogs. We're, you know, it's ridiculous, right? So I'm a, I'm a huge animal nut. So the given that, the rules that Sharon and I have used over the years is the first thing I want to do is uh, I want to make sure that this is about the dog, not about me. Because sometimes people will pay a whole bunch of money to prolong an animal's life three months, and that's selfish Hmm. on your part because the animal is hurting, suffering, because you can't be a grown-up and let go. And that's me. I I, I have to watch myself because I will do that. The problem is I got the money too, right? And so I can make a choice that's not good for the poor animal, Um, you know, and, um, I can use examples in our own life, but I won't get into them, but, uh, where I've had one where I just, I don't want, I don't want to make that trip to the vet, you know, and not come home with my dog. I I don't, I just, I can't do it. But on the other hand, it's not fair to the dog. So that's the first question you ask yourself is, are these surgeries and the pain for, uh, 11, I mean, a nine-year-old Shih Tzu, I've got one that's 11 right now. And, um, you know that that's about their lifespan, and so uh, is this dog's. Is this dog gonna be okay and live a pain-free life for another three or four years? And you want to spend a grand? Then that would be okay, assuming you've got the grand. Right. Does that make sense? It does. And I actually went down the road with that conversation with the vet to see if maybe euthanasia would be an option. And because the surgery would uh, correct the issue and cure her, in essence. Um, they are unwilling to do euthanasia. So I guess my only option would be either to relinquish the pet or to go ahead with the surgery at this point. Yeah. Okay. Um, and do you have and the so money? I, wasn't sh- I do. Okay. I do, I guess. Um, okay. But it just, it, it's just a lot of money for an eye. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love my dog. I'm like, you You know, I love him and yeah. stuff, but I just didn't know at what point do you just draw the line? You know, I, I well, I had a lady when I was in college. I was, I was selling real estate in college and this woman gave me a, a Dalmatian with papers now i grew up redneck and we never had a dog that had papers we had ones that went on the papers but we didn't have a dog that had papers right and so i thought i was so proud i had a dog that was actually certified or whatever this dog was meaner than snot by the way it's the only mean dog i've ever owned and the dog had been hit by a car or something when it was young i ended up spending twelve hundred dollars i'm a broke college kid i don't have a dollar and i ended up spending twelve hundred dollars on this dog's leg that i didn't have and so that's the that's the thing you got to go through. And, you know, if that vet won't euthanize the dog and it needs to be euthanized, I've, there's other vets or there's, um, I'm from the country, there's other ways to handle this. So, but I don't want you to have to do that. If you've got the money and it's the dog's not going to be in pain, I personally would go ahead and do it if you're not broke. That's exactly I'd right. Fi- I'd fix the puppy. Yeah. But if it was mine, that's probably what I'd do. But again, I have to go through those particular filters when I'm making these decisions because it's a dog, it's not a human. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Associate producer and phone screener for the Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but if you heard about an event, product, or service and didn't have a chance to write it down, don't worry. We list everything you've heard about during this episode in the podcast show notes section or head over to DaveRamsey.com and click Dave Recommends. Thanks for listening. If you're looking for fun and practical ways to save money in your everyday life, you need to check out The Rachel Cruz Show, a podcast from money expert and my daughter, Rachel Cruz. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz, and I'm so excited to tell you about my podcast. A lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck, they're in debt, they don't even know where to begin, but they have this need, this want to get in control of their money. 
And if that's you, you have come to the right spot. So in each episode, you're going to get a ton of inspiration and practical advice. If you've not subscribed to the Rachel Cruz Show podcast, make sure you do it today. Hear more from the Ramsey Network, including the Rachel Cruz Show, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.